if you guys are really us, what number are we thinking of? 69, dudes! <sighs> Tonight, everybody, is an awesome night because it is episode 69 of Third Shift. Oh, and yeah. I, Eric, am one of your hosts. And as always, with me today is the illustrious, magnificent, glorious co-host of the evening, Mr. Matt! Mr. Matt, how has your week been, my friend? I like this intro. I should get this when I walk into work. I should just, I, you know what, I'm going to record this. I'm going to put it on like <laughs> an old tape deck. I'm gonna, old boombox. I'm just going to boombox it when I come into work. <laughs> Every day, just walking to the doors, pull your little the little thing down, choo choo. Mm-hmm. The door comes open. Yep, entrance <laughs> music, and then that intro over top of it. Hell yeah, that's how it's gonna go. But this week has been pretty good, I guess. Not really a big special week. I can't really remember anything super awesome that I did. Oh, except for writing like forty seven hundred words about there wrestling month on the website. I almost said the podcast on the website. Oh, yes. So that's up there for the four shows that I went to, the five shows that happened throughout October, which was Wrestling Month. So go check that out if you're interested in that. I had a lot of fun writing it, but at the same time, it was a lot of frickin' words, and I did it all over like two straight days and burned myself out. So that was really fun. But then to recoup from that, I did a new Patreon-exclusive blooper reel. So if you are a patron of Third Shift, then uh, go check that out. It's free for you to listen to. And if you're not, well, hey... We'll talk more about Patreon later in the episode. Of course we will, Matt. Of course we will. And as for me, you know what I did this week? Oh, yeah. I did a bunch of nothing. It was an an extravagant week. I didn't do anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even remember this last weekend. Bum, 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 bum. I think I stayed home and did a bunch of nothing. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played a little bit of Vidge Games, as uh, some on the old podcast community would say. I didn't do too much. Went to some birthday parties. Oh, man, just a family man. Gosh, what an uninteresting week it's been. <laughs> I and hi, you know, I'm this 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 little segment sometimes makes me sad because it does. It forces me to look back at my week and I go, <laughs> "Wow, hmm, I just existed. I just worked and existed." There's some fantastic, we- like you said. There's some weeks that I write down. You know, I do my little show notes and I'm and I go, "Oh man, well I did this this week. I did that this week. I took a trip up to here and I had this and that was really cool." But to, this week it was just. My To the Mat segment and the bloopers, and I have nothing else written down. That's. I went to hey, work, and I went. For the I show. came home, and I ate food at some different points during the days. By the way, speaking of food, we had some amazing Korean food. Oh yeah, these last couple of days or last week, and then the, you know today, man, God, they know how to make some good food. They mm-hmm. do. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. I recommend if y'all haven't tried any Korean food, authentic Korean food. Go out, find some somewhere. I'm sure it exists somewhere around where you live, and try some. Well, I definitely, I'm definitely sure it exists somewhere else other than here. Like in Los Angeles, I'm sure you can find a <laughs> Korean family on every corner with some amazing <laughs> restaurant. Oh, in New York, just go down to Koreatown and have all the best Korean food ever. Well, here in the desolate northern wastes of Michigan, it was a miracle that we actually found a place with some good Korean food. That's true. Because in Michigan, everybody knows what we're known for, which is 
trees. Trees. And cars. <laughs> cars. So, so yes. that, that actually works perfectly <laughs> because most of the people I know eat dirty drive through food all the time. Well, it's because all they do is just they're just in their car and I'm not going to stop Driving and get out because it's too f***ing cold out there. Hey, give me an extra Big Mac double-sized large with cheese and fries and a shake and a coffee and a, everything yeah, else. and all them preservatives are made out of like wood compost, so there you go. They see, perfect. cars, Michigan. <laughs> Done. We did it. The official cuisine of Michigan. Dirty drive through food. <laughs> Dirty drive through and, and ride in your car. <laughs> so that was us individually this week. Also, as a team this week, we did IG2G number 18. Pretty good show, actually, I thought. Yep. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. I thought, of course, talked a little too much on my horizon, but you know. What, what do you expect? This you always what's do. What's going to happen? You know, I okay. always do. I can't help myself. I love that game. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic game. And, of course, we'll talk about it more in our upcoming sessions when we do Game of the Years and Spoiler all that other stuff. Spoiler alert. Spoiler oh, alert. So, we did that this week. Coming up next week on Tuesday, we don't have anything. Nobody's challenged us to a Talented Tuesday art competition. If you want to do that, send us your fan art. We'll respond with ours. And oh gee, what happens every single week, Eric? What is that? Mm. What's we got like a like a glittering a, glittering thing? It's, it's like a shiny gold. thing. It's just oh, that's golden keys. Shift codes for golden keys of Borderlands yeah, too. There it is. Woo! So hit up the Twitter, yes. hit up the forums, hit up the Reddit, hit up the Instagram, hit up your preferred shift code provider, and go grab those up. Yes, golden keys in my golden heart. They make us happy. They make us want to fart. <laughs> Fart out loot like Butt Stallion. That's right. <laughs> so in the very first bit of the intro to This Week in Gearbox, we got the fall sale in the Humble Store. There's apparently a bunch of Gearbox developed and or published stuff on sale for that. I think you can get discounts ranging from 50 to 66% off. And some of the titles they highlighted include the Homeworld Remastered Collection and Deserts of Karak, the Duke Nukem 20th Anniversary stuff, and Bulletstorm Remastered. So if you don't have any of those... Nice big discount for you in the Humble Store. And I'm telling you right now, from personal experience, the weather's starting to turn trash. If you're sitting around, you're chilling, you got nothing to do, you might as well go pick up some Bulletstorm because that game was a lot of fun. I still think it's, even the second time around, one of those little gems that people kind of went, well, I should, maybe, maybe next time. Go pick it up. It's a lot of fun. You just laugh because of the, the way they talk, the what they say. It's so off-the-wall ridiculous. It's just hilarious. Plus the combat in it. It's a lot of fun coming up with the new deaths. We've talked about it at freaking length on many episodes. Just saying. If you've missed this one, you've kind of been on the fence, pick it up. It's cheap. It's fun. You won't regret it. Yeah, 100% agree with that. And I will also do a little side plug to another podcast I'm a fan of, Kane and Rince. I was going through their backlogs, and I saw, hey, they did a Bulletstorm episode. And we did, you know, we ran through Bulletstorm, ran through the Anarchy Mode and all that good stuff. I was like, let me listen and hear what they have to say. And all the good memories that some of those guys had made me think of all the good memories that I had and remembering that all the challenges I didn't complete and all the other stuff. I'm like, man, I really need to go back and just swoop up those trophies, swoop up those challenges, get that hardcore uh, overkill mode done you know on, on the super hardboard difficulty because i got all the skill shots unlocked there's so much stuff to do in that game if you know the game hooks you which pretty sure it will if you like score attack if you like combos if you like anything cool like that so i will second your recommendation go grab that up yep just add a jump button and we're gold yep double jump 
Even a Ma- double jump. Make it go ridiculous. I don't even care. No, double just jump and then jump swing on the on, swing on the leash like oh, a grapple. See, that, come see, on, now. you're gonna get us in a whole theory cast now because yes, woo, that would be freaking amazing. Here we dude. go. Woohoo! Oh, rowing that boat out. <laughs> Surprise, everybody! We're on the river. Here we go. God. <laughs> uh, part of me, man, was thinking about picking up that uh, home world though, because mm-hmm. admittedly, neither one of us is big into that. And I feel like that's kind of a hole in our knowledge base. But I'm like, oh, it's just not my genre at all. But here it is, once again on sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been having that. I've been having that same feeling too. But I have so many games now that I really want to play that I don't have time for and or can't, you know, get the motivation to actually do. So I feel like if I got that, it'd be like, all right, you need to play this. Oh, oh. it'd just be that monkey sitting on your shoulder the whole time. And if like, well, and if I don't connect with it, like you said, we're not, you know, huge fans of the genre. It would just, it wouldn't come out right, and or we wouldn't enjoy the time with it that we would have normally. Mm. I don't know. So I, I go back and forth on it. So, eh, 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 who knows? Say someday, 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 it could happen. Over the rainbow, I'll be waiting for you. Holding your hand and rubbing your back and something or rather I'll do. So speaking of over the rainbow, in Fortnite's new patch, you can jump on the jump pad and shoot yourself up over the rainbow, deploy right your over glider, the rainbow, fly all around. shoot all your enemies. That's right. No problem. Because guess what, everybody? Fortnite put out, guess what? Another patch because that's what Fortnite does every single week. They got the new jump pads. Basically, what it is is sets just like a trap. You know, uses all the products, pop it down. You can destroy it just like you would any other trap. However, everybody can use said jump pad. So enemies, friends, all the peoples can use said jump pad. Mm-hmm. You jump up. You can jump over areas. You know that are blockaded. Get the uh, surprise attack on an enemy. It looks like a lot of fun. And then you can also just in case you're wondering, re-engage your glider. Go flying around. You know, so say say you got anxious and you're like, oh, get off this plane. Boom, push the button, you jumped off. Well, guess what? Hey, no big deal, dude. No big deal. Make yourself a launch pad, hop back up, glide over to that other place you want to be because there was like 17 bozos in this one area you didn't want to be in. <laughs> I was going to say that would be nice because anytime I do play solo, which admittedly isn't that often, I always fly off to the space, you know, where no one else is. And then I think it takes into account that... Everyone else is at least in this range, and I'm way over here I'm making a gesture nobody can see. So I get there, and it's like, all right, it's going to contract, and you're on the furthest edge of anything there could ever be. Oh, man, if only I could make a little launch pad and go bloop and glide over for a while. That'd be pretty nice. And that's exactly what they did. Speaking of which, weren't they uh, nominated for some awards? They were nominated for Best oh, Multiplayer man. at the Game Awards, and I believe another... You know, not a big televised award show, but I know they were up for some some other awards, too. So I just wanted to give a big shout-out. Congratulations, Epic Games. Absolutely. Congratulations on all that. You know, the players we mentioned last week and now being nominated for some awards. Y'all are rocking it, man. And we also do want to reiterate, before we get it too deep into the patch notes, once again, that Fortnite Mares expansion is going through the 29th of November. And speaking of dates, which I forgot to mention a little bit earlier, that Humble Store fall sale is running until the 28th of November. So if you want to get good deals on those Gearbox published titles, go ahead and jump on that real quick. 
as long as you're listening to the episode pretty soon. Otherwise, hey oh, it's June and you got no luck. Damn it, it's June already? Holy crap. This time just flies, Matt. It's ridiculous. Yep. Back to the wonderful world of the patch notes. Besides the jump pads, they added in some new skins for shotguns. They did a whole bunch of performance upgrades to textures, to shadows. There were some bug fixes. Got rid of a lot of little glitches here and there. Mm-hmm. Anything else you noticed that was spectacular? Nothing really spectacular. Like you said, a bunch of performance fixes and bug fixes. It wasn't a really big, interesting patch. I'm sure... Coming up, now that Fort Nightmares is going away, there's going to be some kind of crazy turkey shoot mode or something crazy coming up. I guarantee you the next couple patches will probably have something cool in them. I hope so, because as I keep saying, I'm a big fan of the themed stuff going on, the little DLCs that they throw out with that. I always loved it when Borlands did it, and oh, I'm yeah. loving Fortnite for doing it. I hope they keep that running. And then, of course, every patch seems to come with, of course, nothing like, oh, my God, we got to talk about that. But all these performance and bug fixes they're doing, mm-hmm. I've told you, every time we log in, I'm like, oh, man, this looks way better. And yep. every single time, I'm like, oh, man, I noticed the, the shadows on this. The trees are better. I noticed that the graphics are just generally better. The character seems smoother. Da, 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 da. They keep on doing it. They oh, keep yeah. on doing it. It's just fascinating. And that's what you need to do in these online-focused games. You always have to be there every single week making this tweak, making that tweak, making this run better. And they're doing it. And it's not even actually released yet, using quote Mm -hmm. fingers. It's still early access. So this is a good sign of things to come. So that is it for the Fortnite wonderfulness over there. We're going to go ahead and crush on over to Compulsion Games. Yes, Hulk smash, Hulk smash, oh yeah. <laughs> Whole different reference, but Thor Ragnarok's still on my mind, so you'll there have you to go. bear with me. It was a fantastic movie. So this week, or I should say technically kind of last week, since as we discussed, the new one comes out every Friday, which bugs me to no end. They, they need, they need to, to get on it. the train and release their shit on Wednesday so we can talk about it live on the podcast the very next day. We just got to send them an email, Matt, and we say, hey, listen, we do mm. this podcast and we need the information Thursday yep. so we're not reporting the last week. So, all right, mm-hmm. just do it. Hook us up. Hook us up. So this week... They're all done. I mentioned that last time. Mm-hmm. They're all done. This game is going in, getting graded, getting all doing the pre, uh, going to Microsoft, going to PlayStation. It's going in for pre-certification, which apparently there was a little hiccup in that, and they had to kind of finagle something with Microsoft, and everybody worked together, figured it out. So they do have that in, and getting it put in there for the pre-certification, which then will bounce back. Then they get the change, fix-ups, to do some more stuff to actually then go in to get the final certification to see if it's a game that is eligible and or worthy to be placed on the Microsoft slash PlayStation networks. So that's pretty exciting. And since you mentioned it right off the bat, I want to dive into that for just a second because that was one of the things that really stood out to me is they, you know, they did the usual compulsion game stuff and then there was a little bit of Gearbox publishing stuff speaking pretty much specifically on that issue, saying, well, we used this upload location to put the pre-certification, so we've had to figure out how we would put it or where we would put it once we get the final game up so that they don't cross the streams and, oh, hey, you accidentally downloaded the pre-alpha instead of the finalized game. And I'm like, these are two, like, this is like an enormous company, Microsoft. Like, how does it have, like, we have one physical slot for you to put your game in if you put another game in the slot, the whole system is going to crumble and fall apart. I just thought it was <laughs> just bizarre to think about, but then also 
I mean, it was cool to learn that this was a thing that they had to work around and figure out how to do. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking as I read it was, how is this even a th- an issue? Uh, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. This is crazy to me, but now I th- you know, really sat down and think about it, and I'm like, I guess that does make sense. I mean, it makes sense if you think about things in like a physical perspective. Like if Microsoft is a library, and they were like, all right, put your book here. Okay, well, we have another version of the book. Where can we put that? Um... We got this whole Dewey Decimal thing. I don't know. We have to like redo the whole numbers. Oh, gosh. Billy, you want to redo the numbers? Nope. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Uh, Make it like A A and B. I don't know. Just just something. But but it's not a physical thing. This is is the world of hopes and magic and dreams and technology. That's right. This is the world of the cloud. None of us care. We just think it's magic. You just give your game to them, right? I don't know. You just like, give them the thing, and it works, and it's fine. Just, fine. just send it away, and then I get it later. That's... Yeah, and I get it in my hands. It's easy, easy peasy. You send it to the cloud, and then it rains down on my face, and I go, yay, there it is. Huzzah! We get to play. So beyond that, we had the narrative team going in there, talking about playing the game a whole bunch, saying that, hey, you want to kind of get a little gist of how long this game is? I've put over 550 hours into this game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, while that's, of course, crazy banana lands, that's you trying to go through every single piece of script in the game. You know, he laughed and said, well, actually, you know, if you play it through, there's a ton of game time involved, so yeah. you guys can expect to have a lot of fun because there's all sorts of crazy characters, places to visit, things to find out, mysteries to unravel. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. They made it sound really cool. Oh, the yeah. animation team was like, uh, what'd they show? The uh, bone saw, the light attack for the bone saw. That was pretty awesome and, and brutal looking too. Yeah, had his hand like whenever you got hit by it, like rock back and it looks like he's like ripping through your chest or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think that would instantly kill you, but that's okay. Well, they if he hits sternum, unless he's pushing through it, it's just going to oh. kind of bounce off. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd still curl up in a ball on the ground and be like, oh, my God. And that's why I would die. That's why I wouldn't. But not if you're hopped up on joy. Ooh, you're right. If I'm high on joy, I'm thinking butterflies are spouting out of my chest, and Mm -hmm. then I'm fine. I'm a magic man. Woo! (laughs) I'm just thinking about that. I'm like, no. I still think I'd probably fall (laughs) to the ground and cry. Uh, if I saw a rainbow shooting out of my chest, there's definitely something wrong. I am the chosen one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not 100% sure if this was in the narrative section because I didn't write that bit down. But they did say that they made a concerted effort to kind of streamline the beginning of the game. Like apparently you're a prisoner who gets out of a cell, a la like Oblivion or you know Skyrim or something like that. And before you get to the giant open world where you can do whatever and it's all procedurally generated and this and that, they found that people were having a lot of trouble, like you and I have always said, with just, hey, here's the world. What do I do? So they said they made a kind of like an onboarding system to kind of streamline that process from, all right, you're starting to get free. Here are maybe the kind of things you're going to want to do, and here's how and why you want to do those before it just goes, woof, go, be free, my child. So and I thought I find the nearest sewer and jump in it and become the Rat King. That's right. Well, I mean, I guess I guess now you don't have to worry about those open games because you just you just go for the hole in the ground, and you find you find the one person, the first person you meet, you make the worst decision possible, and then you yep. run for the hole in the ground, and then run for the hole and become the slumlord rat king. That's all I do. That's how you play these games, man. <laughs> I figured it out. 
<laughs> but I do think that was really important for them to do. And I was glad to hear that, you know, they took that feedback, worked around it, worked it in, and then found a way to at least hopefully, you know, make that an easier transition for new players. Mm-hmm. That was narrative. And that was specifically Alex talking on that part of it. But I agreed. It's it's great that they went through, saw that it was a little bit confusing and got the feedback from people and now fixing it because I am guilty of that. Mm. If you don't give me a purpose and a direction, I end up just wandering lost like a little ch- dumb child. So, yeah. Find out about dragons. Oh, well, there's, I don't know. there's one over there. Can I go? Oh, he killed me. He oh, murdered well. me. Well, this lady wants me to just like take logs to this cave i guess i'll go do that instead sally wants me to kill the two spiders in the kitchen and then deliver yeah. flowers to billy okay Just do those things i'm the chosen oh, I'm one <laughs> i'm in a cave oh a werewolf attacked me and bit me i was just now gonna I'm say a you got bit by a werewolf <laughs> <laughs> okay now i can't go back to the town and find dragons anyway mm-hmm. what do i do now i don't know guess i'm gonna stay in this cave <laughs> i like this cave is there any quest givers in this cave Nope. Okay. I'm going to pick up the skeleton that I found in the cave and do a little dance yep. around with him. Woo. Here we go. Loot, loot skull. Yes, loot skull. <laughs> this is my friend Bobby. I carry him with me everywhere I go. How many hours did you play that game? I've got about nine hours. <laughs> and then I boot up and I look at Bobby and I cry. Because yep. we're alone in the cave again. <laughs> oh, gosh. So lastly... In the compulsion uh, roundup here, I did want to mention that the art team went ahead and showed the Resurrector, which is a weapon or a tool, I guess would be the better term, that the doctor can use to resurrect everybody around him who's fallen. And they showed the artwork for the little tool itself, which Mm -hmm. has a cool little red and silver gold, I don't know, whatever, gray button on it. But pretty neat looking. I liked it. Thought it was pretty cool. I can't wait to go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> it's got a red button on it. That's the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> now, see, uh, I-, I will say when I was looking at the art of it, <laughs> I thought it would be more like like an injector with a serum, like a big yeah, needle or something. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. But then it looks more like a remote control, so maybe he's got something implanted in his people's brains. Well, that exactly. That's where I was mm. going to go with it. Was I was going to say it does have like a cool little radio transmitter on the end yep. as well. Which leads me to believe that everybody's robots and or just has chips or something mm. implanted and this whole thing's a whack job scientist experiment and hence he can resurrect people because obviously we know that in real life uh, when people are dead you can't you can't just press a button and resurrect a man. No, you have to you have to cast a spell. You have to get the well, correct things together. There's you can cast a spell and resurrect people. Mm-hmm. I will state there are consequences to doing said thing. You just, just have saying. to find somebody to put the consequences on. All right, everybody. If you want to know more, go watch Eric's Black Magic podcast. Uh, you know, <laughs> check that out, or check out my new articles, uh, the the Liches Emporium, where I will uh, I'll teach you how to resurrect your friends. <laughs> no, uh, and I don't uh, I don't promise any of this is safe. I'll take no responsibility for any consequences, any actions, in or inactions <laughs> that take place during said things. I am not responsible. Exactly, yes. So, rolling on through to a big portion of the show here, it's going to be the Battleborn section. It's not just going to be a free rotation because we've got a big event coming up, but we're going to start with the free rotation, as we always do. This week, we've got Atticus, the trash can bird, Benedict, we've got Reyna, we've got Cleese, we've got Whiskey, Foxtrot, and Kelvin, which think 
Oh, man. Do what I think. Mm-mm. Well, as always, Kelvin's in there. So, boom, garbage trash. I can't play him. <laughs> I hear he's pretty fun, but that's all right. He is pretty fun. Got, uh, Whiskey Foxtrot, always a solid pick. Oscar Mike's better, though. You can fight me on that. I'm sorry. Oscar Mike's just easier to handle, mm-hmm. quicker abilities. It takes a little more work to play a good Whiskey Foxtrot. Khalees, never got good. Mm-mm, sorry. Rain is awesome. <laughs> Benedict, do I really need to? I mean, I said it already. It's yeah. I mean, trash, trash can. Come on, mm-hmm. come on, come on. <laughs> and Atticus, <sighs> this ain't a good roundup, Matt. I don't like this roundup. I don't really like these characters. Sorry. <laughs> I will say this is a pretty good roundup because I like that you don't have a a full on fully full healer, but. In those characters that you do have, you got some beef. We've said it before. When they take away, like, a Miko, they usually put in a beefy melee, like an Atticus. You put in a a shield beefy kind of tank dude sort of territorial guy in Cleese, and you got, you know, the Ice King, Kelvin. So I, I like this rotation, especially just because Reyna's in there. Reyna's the best. She's the she's amazing. I'm amazing with Reyna. That's why you like Reyna, because I'm the best Reyna. So there we go. Reyna's in it. It's the best. I'm the best. Trash can bird sucks. I'll say I don't like this week's rotation because none of these characters really appeal to me yeah, as a yeah. player. But I will say, like you said, the dynamic of it is pretty fun mm-hmm. because it forces you to play a little bit out of the box, a little bit differently because of Cleese's healing abilities and Reina's healing abilities. They're not your typical yep. ways of healing characters. So it's it's kind of neat. I like it. I like that part of it. And especially, as I always say, since you have a Kelvin who doesn't have a shield, if you can put shields on him with Reyna, then he's like doubly effective. Plus his own little shield for when he activates his abilities, plus Nova Shield, plus a heal. You got you got a really good team and, right there. And sublimate, sublimate, sublimate. Yeah, yeah. Sublimate, 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 sublimate. Ice wall. Sublimate. Ice wall, sublimate. That's all, you know, that's Kelvin. That's all you need. Life is good. I almost did the May quote. Ice Wall coming up. No, that's the wrong game. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's Ice Wall, and that's it Ice Wall. Ice wall. Mm-hmm. God damn it. It's, it's all the same. Oh, my God. So that's the rotation this week. But this weekend oh, yes. is the third Battleborn Day weekend, and it kicks off November 17th. And when it kicks off, all the players for all the people will be free to play. Yes, that's right. All characters unlocked. As you said, this starts on the 17th at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and runs, surprisingly, only through Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Usually when they do an event, it's usually over the full weekend, but you only got two, you know, like one and a half days to go through this one. But still fun. And what we got on Battleborn Day, if you don't know how Battleborn Day usually works... Like you said, everyone's unlocked. We got a loot apocalypse going on, and then we got boom, boom, boom. Legendary loot packs available for purchase, and we got one sugar rush finisher. You got one loot boost, one double XP boost, one Magnus loot pack. A sale on all the skins and taunts. And then as a login <laughs> bonus on Battleborn Day, on any of those days that it's active, you get boom two cyber skins, one for Thorn, one for Beatrix, two golden skins, one for Amber, one for Galt. And then, you know, that's pretty much it. And for anybody who doesn't know how Lootpocalypse works, that is 50% higher drop rates for all bosses in normal mode, 75% if you're in advanced mode, and then pretty much every other enemy across the board has a better chance to drop better stuff. More often, it's going to be fun. I always loved the Apocalypse. It was always my favorite events. I wish they'd have done it way more than they did. I would have loved it if every other weekend they would have had a Apocalypse event. Mm-hmm. 
because it just made doing the story mode so much more fun knowing that you were not guaranteed but pretty much guaranteed to rock out some good loot oh, at yeah. least on one of the bosses in the uh the story this weekend of course i'm sure well by this weekend i mean friday will for sure be on oh yeah rock and rolling i think eh? What do you think? What are we going to be doing? Friday night, you and I will be playing, along with anybody who cares to join us, and drinking fabulous beers and making absolute ridiculous fools of ourselves. But, surprise, surprise, we'll be doing this live on Twitch for all your your glorious enjoyments. I'm very excited because we're getting the double XP boost, as you've mentioned. And this is something that I've never touched. I think I still have my original one that they gave us for free back in the day. Yes, I definitely and do And we're as well. obviously going to pop those. The second we get on, we're going to pop every single thing we get. We're going to get a mm-hmm. loot booster. We're popping that. We're popping that double XP. We're popping all the things. We're popping Sugar Rush finishers. We're going to go ham. We're popping all the things. We're popping the cans on our beers. We're popping the cans on our spirits. And we're going to be live streaming over on Twitch under the handle of... The Real Doc Funky. Twitch.tv slash The Real Doc Funky. If you're on on a late night Friday night and you don't want to drink a lot of beers and play a game, you can drink a lot of beers and watch us drink a lot of beers and play a game. If you're at work and you can't drink beers, watch us drink beers and play this game and then come on later while we're still on. Play with us. It'll be great. And if you miss it, probably catch it up on uh, you know my Twitch page. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll be ridiculous. We'll be awful. We'll be horrible. And uh, you can laugh at us. It'll be fantastic. I agree. I think we will probably end up being horrible. That's very true. Yes. But we're going to enjoy the hell out of it. And I will say, if you have the opportunity on the PlayStation, definitely just hop in and let's play. And you could, you can always go back and watch us mm. later on after the stream's over and see all the shenanigans up until you were actually there playing with us. And if we have enough people wanting to play, we'll throw people out, add people in, all that other good stuff. But if not, hey, we'll just play with whoever the hell's there because... So many beers in, I'm not going to care who's there anymore, mm-hmm. and we're just going to be rolling. So I can't promise anything. That's right. It's It will be, well, I can promise, it's probably going to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. As the old Sting promo says, the only thing for sure is, nothing's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, wrestling. Look at that. Wrestling. Beautiful. Way to add that in. Throwing it on in, <laughs> Mr. Matt. But as you said earlier, I am excited for the Lootpocalypse because I think... This is probably like the first one we've had, at least since it went free-to-play, and I think since well before that, too. I feel like almost since the winter update. We haven't gotten any double XP weekends, no Lootpocalypse weekends, no double credit weekends, like we were getting willy-nilly all through the first year. So I'm excited to see it back. I only wish that they kind of flipped all the switches, like they I think they did for the very first Battleborn day, where it was double credits, double XP, Lootpocalypse, everything going on. I mean, I appreciate what they did, but you could have just you could have just rained everything down on our faces. I love I love all the things. I want all the things. Maybe they're holding out, man. Maybe on the day of, all of a sudden they'll just pop the other couple switches. It could happen. And everything's going to be there. I hope so. I mean, even if they don't, this is all pretty cool stuff and a lot oh, yeah, of yeah. great stuff for free, so it's going to be fine. Don't get me wrong, but Hey, who knows? I know a lot of the Gearbox devs have said, you know, hey, we're on board. We're going to be on there. So That's true. That'll be cool. I'm looking forward to seeing some Ash up on the PlayStation 4, which I don't think he, he owns He doesn't a have a PlayStation 4. 4. <laughs> but maybe he'll stay at work and play Ash. Maybe there we go. Maybe he'll stay at work and play because you don't need to go home to your family. <laughs> that is not. No. <laughs> and and for someone like you to say that is something else, Mr. Egg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me just say that. Oh. Uh, 
No, it's perfect for me to say. I'm so full of <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> and Joe King, you better be on, or the shrine will burn. <laughs> oh, awesome. So, yeah, make sure you join us on Twitch, or if you can't join us, Join in all your other favorite streamers. There's a whole bunch of people streaming on Battleborn Day, streaming all the good events. Get on, have some fun, get some boosts, get some free skins, have a grand old time. It's going to be a blast. I'm looking forward to it. Drinking beers is one of my favorite things to do on a Friday night, and playing Battleborn, oh yeah. Man, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Can't wait to play Phoebe and stab people and then get beat up by people that are way better than me and get angry. <laughs> but it'll still be fun. I can't wait to be Pendles and come up on you while you're dead and I'll go, oops, couldn't make it in time. I'm just going to stay invisible. Do, 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 do. Oh, they I'll found me. Oh, back to you. <laughs> Try to run back. <laughs> Try to run back, man. Oh, you're dead. Oh, where you at? Oh, God. Yep, there's three of them. Oh, oh, you're dead. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, you're dead. Oh, I'm dead. Why are the other team voting for surrender? Where were you guys? Come on. What even happened? Were you even playing? (laughs) Oh, yes. It's going to be glorious. Why is Benedict sitting in the base just taunting me? Uh, Uh, Oh, he's a trash can bird. That's why. (laughs) It's always good for. That's right. Uh, So wrapping up those good times, we're going to move on into the other good times segment of the show. It's the Nerdvana Live Call-in show streamed on Twitch with an AOD and a VOD later to come. What happened on this one, Eric? Why don't you, why don't you roll us through some oh, cool well, talking points see. and stuff here. Mm, they talked a little bit about Mario Odyssey and how fabulous that game is, which we've talked at length on IG2G, so if you want to hear our thoughts on that, head over there. Another awesome shameless plug. Yeah. Check out IG2G. But Randy and Elisa talked about it a little bit. They enjoyed the heck out of it. They both also talked about some Thor Ragnarok, Mm -hmm. which, once again, I don't know if I've talked about it on either of these shows, was a fantastic movie, a lot of fun. It has definitely usurped most of the Marvel movies and is in the top three on my favorites list. So if that's anything to you, if you're like, hey, I like Eric's stupid opinions, well, then you should check it out because it is fantastic. Zero percent of the people have that opinion. Oh, man. God. It's so mean to me. Hurts my feelings. Breaks my heart. <laughs> you, you, you said it yourself already, man. If anyone loves Eric's stupid opinion on things, well, you already buried it, so I'm just going to pile yep. a little dirt on top, too. You should, too. You should Instead of six feet, put it nine feet. Because mm-hmm. that's what you should do if you want to make sure something stays dead, Matt. Trust me, I've put enough people under. Unless... You conduct those rituals. More on that to come later on the website. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a different podcast. <laughs> but one cool thing that I will say is I'm going to shameless plug us because we're amazing and we predicted all the things, is we were saying, hey, they should totally present a topic beforehand and then talk about it on the show. Oh, what did they do? A couple days before they went on the air, they went, hey, join us. We're going to be talking about the Microsoft Xbox One X and then call it on the show. And then what did they do on the show? Hey, they opened up talking about here's the Microsoft Xbox One X. Here's why it's cool. Here's what we think about it. Blah, 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 blah. All the things we said they should do, they did. Hmm. Maybe someone's listening. Maybe they listened to the episode. Well, what? No way. That doesn't happen, Matt. You're crazy. You're preposterous. And then the other thing that they did is we're like, oh, man, games as a service. I wonder what they're going to think about that. Blah, 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 blah. 
And we had the whole conversation about it. And then what did Randy Pitchford do? He went, oh, here's a 12 tweet mega thread on Twitch all about games as a service and DLCs and loot boxes and what does Gearbox like to do and what do I like to do? Oh, man. Which is interesting because if you listen to the episode, we talked about what they're probably going to do with Borderlands 3. And we kind of went back and forth on whether they're going to add the DLC, whether they're going to make like uh, the shift codes cost money for the golden keys, or if they're going to make skins cost money, etc., etc. But according to Randy Pitchford's huge tweet, he's not he's not down with that. He ain't about that life. Mm-hmm. He's about the DLC life. So it is what you were saying, Thumbs and that up. it's going to be DLCs is where he charges, and according to him and what he wants to do anyway, that's all That's all he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, that's all fine and dandy, and a man can say what a man can say, but when a man's told to do a thing, a man does a thing. So we'll see how it all plays out in the end. But I do respect Randy Pitchford for coming out and saying, hey, look, I'm not about that whole uh, microtransaction life, trying to charge you for every nickel and dime thing there is. Mm. I just want to provide you with awesome content that you want to play, that you want to grind out, and that's where the money will come from. And and that's the part that I want to say, hey, I respect him for having a lot of the same opinions as me, which also makes me think that someone was listening in, somebody put a little birdie in his ear and went, hey, these guys are talking about this kind of stuff. Hey, hey, do you want to clarify that you do? Oh, man, you think the exact same thing that Matt does. Hooray, we're bros. We're cross-country bros. He doesn't oh, even know it. Geez. Now you got a connection. You don't do you got a Randy Pitchford shrine yet? Okay. I, apparently, I don't need one. It's just, it's just, just there. Got a, you just We're got just a on the same wavelength, right? Same wavelength. Okay. Well, I've been slowly molding Joe King into my wavelength over the years, and he answers the phones, so that's good. <laughs> He'll just get you straight <laughs> yes. in. Be like, I'll Joe, it's Eric. Right Eric is on the Eric line. Doesn't even ask what I want to ask. Doesn't even <laughs> ask. Nope. Mm-mm. You just put me right on through to Randy and Alyssa. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. So, see, that did tie back into Nerdvana Live eventually <laughs> after our shameless see? plugs and self-promotion and self-aggrandizement. So, what other kind All of cool the stuff back. was there on Nerdvana Live <laughs> this week? Well, as you mentioned, they talked about the Xbox One X, which, as we discussed before, is a fan hoo-ha-ha, a bunch of cool new stuff, la, la, la. If you're rich, you can get this kind of thing, but I'm not. So, therefore, unfortunately, don't really care too much about it at this point in time. I, I care about it because I want it so much. I care to salivate and go, man, it would be so cool to have that thing. Oh, then I could play those Xbox games. They look real pretty. Oh. No, sorry, Matt. I can barely get you to buy a game most of the time, let alone you buying yourself a whole new system for 500 freaking dollars. Now, to be fair, you can't get me to buy your games. I can buy my games like nobody's business, well, which is the same me, for you. That. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So they did that. They talked about that. They took some callers. I think they only took two callers, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of them was talking about Borderlands 3, and, of course, once again, can't disclose when the game's coming out, blah, blah, blah. He did say, and it's got me worried, Mm -hmm. and we'll talk about this more, I'm sure, later, but at a different date. But he was like, we're not even far enough along in this game to know the title of it and what it's about. And he fears that the consumer has already thought in their head to such an extent that they think they know what this game is and should be, mm-hmm. that he's already worried about what's going to happen when they finally do get around to announcing it. This leads me to believe that maybe this thing is not anywhere near 
where I'm hoping it was. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this off air, but I think it's worth reiterating on the air too, especially in case anybody's listening. Now, I, I was and still am of two minds about this is one that that I am worried about that, you know, he's telling the truth and they are nowhere near having anything ready to show to anybody, which would put a frown on my face and a little tear in my eyeball. But then I was thinking, you know, me, Mr. Tinfoil Hat, Black Chopper Conspiracy, I was thinking, well, maybe he's just going to swerve us. It's a classic swerve. Oh, we're nowhere even near ready. Uh, and then next week, surprise, guys, here's the trailer and, and, and a cool, you know, announcement of something. But the problem with that would be that if you have this live call-in show where you can ask him anything and he'll be honest with you and he'll talk to you about stuff, you can't be doing that promotional trickery and those, I mean, lies, basically. So mm -hmm. I don't think that's what's going on, but Mr. Tinfoil Hat was like, hmm, maybe, but then that would set such a bad precedent. So if it is that way, please don't. Please don't do that, because that's real bad. Yes, I agree. If you're listening and you are just doing all sorts of trickery here, that is not good if you got a podcast or something you're going on, because people tune in to hopefully get legitimate information. Mm. They're not tuning in to get all sorts of lies and half-truths and craziness spread to them. I feel like that's a tease you can do, like, on Twitter. Like, oh, guys, hey, uh, you, you keep sending me all this stuff. I just don't know how to handle it because we're not that close. But then when it comes out, you know, when something comes out eventually sooner than you had said, you'd be like, ha-ha, got you all. It was just, a, mm. you know, a Twitter joke. But I, I still don't think that's what's happening. But but that means I'm sad, Matt. Yeah, that yeah. That means I'm sad because if that's the truth of it, then that game is nowhere near showing. That game no is nowhere near being out, even though 2K did specify that they have a huge franchise title coming out in 2019, which, as we've discussed, is Bioshock, Brothers in Arms, or Borderlands. All the other publications out there suspect it's either Bioshock or Borderlands. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well... Uh, I don't know. Eh? I'd like to see more in either franchise, honestly. So I won't be disappointed if it's either one. But I feel like if what he's saying is true, then it has to be either Bioshock or possibly Brothers in Arms. But he didn't say too much about that either, did he? And see, this is the funny part. This is where I'm getting confused because he, in the last episode and in this episode, has brought up Brothers in Arms. Mm hmm he keeps talking about things he did with Brothers in Arms and how he came about, some of the ideas, what he was going for. In this particular episode, he talked about going to a live fire exercise, getting to see the different weapons in action, so that way he was better educated on how they operate and what it felt like to use them, so he was smarter in making the weapons in the game, Brothers in Arms. And then he also related how they innovated the whole idea of down scope and then how your uh, vision gets blurred. Oh, you yeah, only yeah. see that you know field of vision or whatever, field of view. He mm. talked about that, and he talked about how that game created that, and then all the games after copied, and then years later after that, all the games stopped using that because people wanted to just go for competition, which was Twitch reaction quick, you know, mm -hmm. and nobody wanted that whole realistic craziness anymore. And then one other thing that did just spark in my brain that I do remember is it was kind of a little throwaway line, but he was talking about, you know, his work process and how deep he gets in onto things. And he was saying that the last game that he actually directed himself totally 
was one of the Brothers in Arms games. I can't remember if it was Road to Hill 30 or Hell's Highway. Hell's Highway was the one I played, so I was hoping it was that one. So I could say, hey, it's fantastic and amazing, but at this point, I can't entirely remember. But I did think it was cool just to hear which games he actually did direct fully and then that you know the succeeding projects have all been handled by different people, et cetera, et cetera. Just to know that it's, you know, you've gone from here's the Pitchford era and then now it's on to different people. Mm-hmm. Just some cool insight that I didn't know of before. And this is why this show in particular is really cool to listen to because you get Pitchford's take on everything they're up to mm-hmm. and Elisa backing them up with facts and, you know, cool, interesting things on side projects, stuff that's going on. But one interesting thing I will state is there's a story Randy tells in this one about that firing exercise I mentioned a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say how it goes down or what happens. I'm just going to tell you to go check it out and listen in on Nirvana Live because it was a really cool story, very interesting, and it's fun to hear uh, someone's perspective on an event that some people have you know, done a lot of, some people haven't, and just how he interpreted it and how he felt during this thing. Mm-hmm. It was really cool and just you know made me chuckle quite a bit. Nice. So It was fun times. I enjoyed the episode. I hope they uh, continue to make sure they focus in on that subject and try to stick to it. Yep. And especially with the call taking, narrow that down into uh, you know the topics because otherwise, like uh, again, you're going to keep getting people asking about Borderlands Three. Yeah. It's never going to go away. It's just going to keep happening. So we got to get that narrowed down to where it's like, hey, we're talking about whatever it is this week. Call in, ask us questions about that. And we'll be more than happy to give you the best answers we can or something like that. I don't know. I would say my only concern with that would be, you know, you're broadcasting to a fairly narrow audience of all the Super That's Gearbox true. fans. So, hey, we're going to talk about the Xbox One X. Well, we're all poor students or we're poor family men or we're poor single guys who just didn't want to throw $500 down on a new system. I can't really talk to that or speak to that at all. But, you know, as long as... I would say as long as they trim out the fat of Borderlands 3 or any other repeat questions, like we talked about last week, I mean, it's just the nature of a radio call-in show, but still that's also the job of the screener. Just, hey, what do you want to talk about? Want to talk about Borderlands 3? Hey, sorry, dude, maybe check out the last couple episodes. We're going to have to let you go. Yeah, I agree. Just because... You know, we're going to come into the next episode, and if I hear somebody else ask when Borderlands 3 is coming out, mm-hmm. I'm going to start wanting to shoot my head off because, you know, we've already asked that several times. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, I think they're doing good. I think they're getting into the groove. They're starting to have some more back and forth, which is nice. Definitely, yes. So I'm looking forward to the next episode, and I hope uh, everybody else is too. Yeah, I know I definitely am. I enjoyed the first one. I didn't make it all the way through the second one yet just because... Hey, like I said, I wrote 4,700 words about wrestling, and then I had to do a blooper reel. So I didn't have all the free time in the world this week, but I am planning to at least catch up on it before tomorrow night, and then I'll be all set and ready for a new Nerdvana Live on Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can call in live if you're watching it on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Live, or you can catch the AOD and VOD the next day, any other day, after the show's over. There you go. Boom. Nirvana Live. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And that's it, Matt. We got it. That's all for the show. We smashed it. We did it. Hang on. Whoosh. Slam dunk. Yeah. Did you do like a did you seriously do a free throw animation and then say slam dunk? Or were you like flying through the air like Michael Jordan and then slam dunk? Because I, I didn't I was, see you slam the dunk. You just went. I was just doing hey. a free throw. I was just doing a free throw. Disgusting, Eric. <laughs> Disgusting. I don't know what basketball is. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, what buttons are what? What's the R1 button? What's, What's R1? R1 button? Hey, if you know what an R1 button is, let Eric know. You can email him at info at thirdshift.me. You can tweet at him at thirdshiftme, and you can find him on Facebook under Third Shift. Oh, yeah. And of course, as you guys know, we do have a Patreon set up. We treat it like a tip jar. If any of you like what you hear, you know, throw us a buck, throw us five bucks, throw us a thousand bucks. We have been throwing up all sorts of cool bonus content for the patrons lately because that was one of our goals, and we reached it, and we thank everybody who's thrown us a dollar, thrown us five bucks, keeps throwing us a dollar you guys and gals are the best we love and appreciate every last one of you so if you like what you hear hey maybe think about throwing us a little extra and if you can't that's fine too because money is real and it's hard to come by Mm-mm. but you can also go ahead and throw us a like throw us a mailbag throw us some feedback throw us some thumbs up all sorts of other ways to participate to help us out and continue making this show fantastic and i'm just gonna puff myself up here a little bit that last blooper reel i did i put in all kinds of music i put in all kinds of sound effects it's really impressive i'm really proud of myself i already got some feedback from our buddy steve cadwallader saying hey the additional effects were freaking great yes they were i'm awesome you're welcome everybody you're gonna love it so drop a tip in the tip jar check out the crazy cool blooper reel because i'm really proud of myself and i'm glad i made that happen and of course this podcast drops every friday so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 24th of november for our very next episode you can find that episode on itunes on stitcher and on Podbean. and if you like what we're doing and you want to help us out please give us a like a rating a review a comment a description any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out and we really do appreciate it Heck yeah, and those five stars on iTunes, man, they are the most important. I'm telling you, the most important. And I've heard, I went to the mountains, all right, you know, I don't know if I told you, Matt, I was in the mountains the other day, I was in the mountains of Bangladesh, okay, I was traveling through there. You definitely didn't tell me this. And Yeah, no, I didn't, well, you know, I do a lot of things, Matt, all right, so I was just there, and I came across this hermit, all right, and he was telling me some stories, and I got to look into some more things. But there might be some more stories on how this thing works. Okay? Oh my goodness! Might, the end is not the end is not nigh. Okay, it's not here. This is not even close. Unlocking the mysteries of the universe with Eric. We need to know how the five stars came about in every story, so we can piece all the stories together to find out the actual truth. Ah, of the thing. I see. You're taking like all the mythologies and the religions and looking at the common threads and yes, seeing what actually see? sticks. Now I you understand. got it. Yes, I've been on a voyage this whole time, man. This is important to me, <laughs> and I want to unravel it with you, the listeners, and of course my co-hosts or hosts, depending on which week it is, mm-hmm. and Danny, who's in the background, always listening knowing all the things but never talking so it's very strange it's a freaking strange thing but we're gonna figure this out and we're gonna move forward with it so keep your ears tuned because someday i'm gonna have a new piece of information and this hermit has me on the right path and until we reach that day i'm just gonna say don't Don't forget forget to save. save Sit down.